0: Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Grounded, hosted by yours truly, Dilly Dave, aka the Milky Bar Kid. I'm passionate about connecting with fellow creatives to explore the art of staying balanced. Whether it's unlocking your creative flow or managing your mental well being, we're here to help each other stay anchored and mentally sound. In today's episode, we're joined by the multi talented Amuta, who wears many hats, including that of a musician we'll delve into the concept of living a lighter life and discuss practical steps to keep your feet firmly planted in the present moment. You can discover her solo projects on Spotify and YouTube under the name Amutha, and she's also a key member of the buzzing Melbourne-based band, Damn Fine Chai. So take a deep breath in, exhale slowly and open your mind. Let the forthcoming dialogue envelop you like a refreshing wave of insight. Boop. Bop. And welcome, beings of the multiverse, to arguably the first episode of Grounded, but arguably not the first episode of Grounded, with Dilly Dave. Here we are joined... By the the one, the great Amutha. Thank, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, Amutha is a multidisciplinary, multidiscipline, multimedia artist, including visual and and music, all things sound. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is called Grounded, so we should probably probably get grounded before we actually get into it. So, I'd like to acknowledge the sacred ground that we're. Recording on today I'd like to You know Acknowledge the Boonaring and the Wurundjeri people Of the Kulin Nation I'd like to acknowledge that The sovereignty of these lands Was never ceded And pay my respects to Elders Past, present and future And uh Yeah Hold some gratitude for that Anything to Adam Amutha?
1: Um I have a great deal of appreciation for the acknowledgement uh, when it's done in a way that is actually bringing us into the space and helping us connect to the land. And so I appreciate that being done. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for hosting on your sacred little garden patch yeah, out here, Balcony. Um,
1: uh, all of that uh, is poisonous. Uh-huh. Everything that you're looking at in the garden is poisonous. Okay. Um, we've got lead in the soil. Oh. Uh, and that's just something that most people up north have at the moment because hmm. lead from the like paint that they were using in houses leaked off into the soil. So now it's very toxic. Wow. Can't eat anything from there.
0: That's incredibly strange because it looks like the garden looks pretty healthy.
1: pop popping off.
0: It's really going it's off.
1: Flourishing. It's just heavy lead. <laughs> just loving the fact that no one's plucking anything there. It's just like yes, we can thrive here.
0: But yeah, yeah it's almost well. it's almost a protected species.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> protected little uh, ecosystem.
1: Mhm. It's doing its thing.
0: Well, yeah, lead is heavy, and sometimes heavy things are quite the burden. Yeah. Such a burden you can't even stomach it. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, Amutha. Yes. What's the what's your current direction and projection at the moment? Whoa. If you had to let people in on what is happening now, what is mm. it?
1: Um as always, a lot of self reflection and constantly being reminded that the outer world is informed by the inner state. Um mm. can't avoid that truth and that reality because everything that I do in my life always comes back to like what's going on inside me um Mm. and it almost feels like you know external reality is just like um it's like almost like I don't know if incidental is the right word to use it's like it's almost it doesn't matter what's happening externally it's like noise yeah exactly like and it's just funny like I I I don't have necessarily a projection because Um, I've noticed that when I do tend to project into the future, set myself up with expectation. And if I don't reach that expectation, I get disappointed. So I'm trying to learn to be a little bit more present and just, yeah, be here now.
0: I think with expectations, a lot of them we, um, we place in the external, right? Like
1: exactly. Yep.
0: It's almost like expectation is this contract that we have with society about how we'll be going about our way right and if you sign off on too many of them then yeah it just becomes too much to manage
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and like the thing is you can't necessarily know what you need in your life because like I guess there's certain things that um in order to bring your gift into the world there's certain things that you need to cultivate within yourself and we don't actually know what those things are so If we have goals and stuff, that's really nice. And if we try and achieve them, that's great. But we can't really be fixed too much to the image um, of what we want to achieve. Because maybe the thing that... The journey, right? It's Mm. never about the destination. The thing that you accomplish on the way to that place is what you're actually trying to get out of it on a more fundamental level.
0: Right. That, yeah. That and the um, the actual pursuit is so exciting and yes, engaging sure. and like yeah. when you're in it and you're it doesn't matter whether you're driven or mo- motivated or whatever but if you're in it it's like yeah mm-hmm. the pursuit is probably like imagine if you imagine this simple anano- analogy okay you're, you're running like a, <laughs> you're running like a 200 meter sprint mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you know, there's the whole build-up before that race. Yeah. Right? All these things that have happened. Just yeah. the fact that you're there and you're, like, on the lineup, right? True. Yeah. It's pretty pretty good. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you really have to kind of wrestle with yourself. You don't exactly know. There's so many things that are outside of your control that can happen, like mm-hmm. every other individual that you're up against. Yeah. Um, but then I imagine, say, somehow, if you were the one who did win that, I, I imagine the few strides before the finish line where you know that you're one mm. I think that that is probably gonna almost feel better like yeah. that release <laughs> on that edge there than anything else that happens mm. afterwards than getting the trophy yeah. or drinking or like yep. answering to all these people around you like how'd you do that yes like all of that is kind of meaningless
1: yeah like the anticipation the knowing that it's about to happen it's right there it's right there yeah it's a beautiful feeling i think that's incredibly
0: grounding like having that thing right there and you to get to that point you know you have to set it up yeah you know exactly and um if you have yeah if it's not like such a strict contract with yourself but more of like a uh, epic promise Mm -hmm. or a um a gesture to the universe mm-hmm. or however you want to frame it. Yeah. That seems like something that's way bigger that's inside of you that you can kind of try and reach towards.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: I um, I put a couple of things on my phone, a couple prompts. All right. Because I think uh, we've already segued really nice into this idea of living lighter. Yes. And um, I think that there's so many different ways to pick apart that that idea Mm -hmm. so i think just to start off um what does living lighter mean to you do you even think about that is that something that you're conscious of
1: i think that in order to operate in the way that i am currently i have to accept and appreciate living lighter so i've chosen um like financial insecurity um like over is that the right way to say it I'm i'm basically prioritizing my dream over like financial security
0: right you're you and the financial security you know there's there's a bit of noise in there and there's a bit of reality in there as well
1: yeah yeah
0: so it makes it a bit harder to It's the the level of commitment and the stakes are higher.
1: Exactly. And, you know, the funny thing is I actually feel like having that kind of pressure on me is keeping me on my toes and really, like, keeping me committed to the dream as well. Because, you know, when I am at home, I've learned not to push myself to the point of burning out. You know, it's all – you go through everything when you're in this position. But – um. I uh, Like when I'm at home, my working day is to do music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also recognize that the only way I can do music properly is if I feel good um, and if I feel present to what I'm doing. So I don't even necessarily need to feel good, but as long as I'm present and there's creative juice flowing.
0: Right. So you're setting up all these other things around it. So when you go into that... Th- that um that thing that you want to manifest that dream the music or the art or whatever it is, you're not burdened by any other shit.
1: Yes, and
0: whether that's like toxins or whatever in your body, or whether it's like fucking social or romantic luggage, mm-hmm. or um or debt, or you know yeah. like you know financial issues, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, I've broken this is the kind of like the idea of living lighter into a few segments Mm -hmm. right and there are two categories yeah so there's the within yourself Mm -hmm. and then there's within the world okay right so it's very simple like within yourself I broke them down into like three kind of ways or or like um, I guess categories Mm -hmm. and I and I guess we'll go through them and kind of try and come up with you know a couple ideas okay about how to look at that aspect of yourself and um uncumber yourself a little bit cool i like this so the first one is mind so amutha what are some ways that we can make our mind feel lighter or clearer or cleaner
1: i think one of the most important things for myself personally has been um Being okay with the fact that sometimes feelings don't go away. Um, So if anxiety comes up, if fears come up, if any kind of insecurities come up, just like, I guess the hardest part is realizing that you're in it. Um, Right. But once you do have like a small moment of understanding that You're not in your most natural state, which, and your natural state is just presence. Mm -hmm. You're just here in the world. You don't have any rumination thoughts going through your mind. You can just be in the moment. So when identifying that that is not happening, I kind of like sit back and I try and feel into what that emotional experience is. I'm like, most of the time for me, it's anxiety.
0: Right. So it's taking you out of yourself. Yes. That's the thing that's happening.
1: And then once I identify that that is anxiety, the process from there is just to be okay with the fact that it's there and it's not going to go away, and that's also okay.
0: Right, so the acceptance kind of helps. Right. Because when it comes up again, it's it's just familiar, I
1: guess. Yeah, you've already welcomed it home. Uh It just needs to know that you still want it to be a part of yourself, but Mm. you just don't want it to run the show. So just kind of like radical acceptance and forgiveness and just like, yep, Yep, you're all good. You can be here right now. I want to stay here in this mm. presence, but you can also be here with me, and I love you, and it's
0: all good. Right. So you're kind of not letting it make you feel small in your own fucking world.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're trying not to shrink down in your own mind, basically.
0: Cool. I like that. That's a that's a good, like, grounding exercise that can help you, you know, I guess, like, a uh, another word for that is cut. Cu- uh, Compartmentalize. what is it oh my I didn't god I not know that word yeah. um,
1: carp compartmentalize Compat-men- compartmentalize yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly cool yeah but I think compa- <laughs> how do you
1: compartmentalize say?
0: compartmentalize yep. is way more of like a technical icky word that doesn't really it's more for like organizing storage and yeah. shelves as, as opposed yeah. to like because you're not just like putting it in parts of your brain you're just like letting it kind of sit where it needs to sit yeah I
1: think so because I think in Im- when you are compartmentalized it almost implies that you're like taking it and placing it somewhere and keeping it separate from everything else where it's just like it's a really fluid thing that can just float around right, right. in your in your ecosystem internally and and find its way
0: right because you're not trying to hide it away no yeah. you
1: want it to be there it's just a part of who you are it's a part of who you are that find hard to relate to but that doesn't make it less you and I think when it feels I almost treat it like an alive thing that needs its own kind of validation and safety and comfort so when you reject it it obviously like a child it gets louder and it wants more of your attention
0: or gets more deranged actually that's such a good analogy okay okay wow that's really something Yeah, (laughs) because if you treat it as like a, if you kind of either personify it or treat it as like a entity instead of a thing that can be like either discarded or ignored, then um, yeah, I guess like at least you're tempering it, if if nothing else, you know.
1: It's good to try and develop empathy for your own emotional experience because you can provide that for other people, but I think Mm. we struggle to do that for ourselves and. If you can be empathetic towards your emotions, as in treat them like people inside you, like specifically children who are really, I find it difficult to communicate. So they are a lot more like expressive emotionally about how they're feeling. Um, right. Yeah. Relating to them in that way I've found has been helpful for me.
0: Yeah. No, very interesting. God joys seem to blow my mind.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> um
0: all right cool well, I feel like there's some um there's some really cool ideas in terms of ways to make your mind feel lighter and I I guess it seems to be more about like em- embracing what's there and and letting it kind of find its place and God what what else how else would you summarize it? I that?
1: mean really I would say that that's my way but there might be a different way for Anybody listening, like yeah. um, that's what I found easy, but you might find it easier to, um, I don't know, maybe just like pay attention and focus on something like okay. stitching or like doing some really meticulous work because maybe that's the break from your own mind that you need in order to come back to that place of peace. Ah. Um, so I guess it just depends who you are and how your your mind operates. Okay, so it
0: could be returning to something that is like kind of familiar and probably tactile, or yeah,
1: something that can almost get you into this into a state of meditation, right? Because I know a lot of people struggle to just sit there for fifteen minutes. I know I do, um, but like, so if you don't, if you don't think you're able to like actually sit and meditate just doing something that requires you to pay attention to it. Right.
0: So you're just talking about like uh, like mindful exercises or yeah. mindful activities. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm really here doing this thing. Let's right. really focus and bring myself into this. Whether yep. it's building Lego or mm. whatever the fuck it is. Bike
1: riding. Bike riding. Any hobby. Yeah. Swimming, walking, like right, right. gardening, whatever it may be.
0: I Love that. All right. Well, that kind of transitions nicely into um, how we can make the body feel lighter. And, uh, you know, there's probably a million different ways to do that. Um, but aside from the obvious, like, you know, maybe some exercise and eating right, what have you find helps make you sit in your body lighter and nicer?
1: Um. So, again, this is, works for me. I'm not trying to imply this is some objective reality truth kind of no, thing. No, we're here to fix the world. <laughs> um. I found that when I'm feeling tense, um, I just go and lie on my bed and I kind of close my eyes and I do a little bit of breathing and eventually I can feel a little bit more of what my body is trying to communicate to me because sometimes there's like tension being held in certain places and you don't Mm. notice it because you I don't know maybe you're breathing shallow and because you're breathing shallow you're tensing your like abdomen and like that's actually by doing that constantly you've now just got a tense ab
0: Right, right um
1: so noticing stuff like that and then just stretching them out really gently um and breathing while doing that is has been really helpful Okay,
0: so incorporating like breathing and stretching and really trying to find and focus on spots in your body. Yeah. And then I guess that would be the the starting exercise or practice to get you to know what to focus on and, and maybe work with.
1: Yeah, maybe or maybe that's just what your body needs, you know, sometimes your body uh, needs to like get rid of something and um, whether that's tension or like hormones through your tear ducts, um, whatever it may be, sweating, like Mm. um, peeing, you know, like it it needs to flush toxins out. And I think some of the ways that it could do that is like by showing you where your body's tense and kind of getting you to move around.
0: It's great. Nice. But I don't
1: really know. You know, this is like all me just intuiting what what's going on with me when this is happening. I don't really know.
0: I mean, I think the concept enough is is good guidance for other people just to just to be looking in those directions.
1: Hopefully. Well yeah,
0: <laughs> well, yeah I don't know if I have to premise that this podcast isn't gonna probably fix anybody's life, but it's just more about having Oh,
1: it might.
0: It's I guess, never say never. It's just more about having um you know, kind of useful ideas and Mm. just hearing other people talk about things that everyone deals with, I think is just so handy. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, not all friends are like probably that transparent about everything that happens in their life. So maybe people are not exposed to, you know, whatever kind of thinking.
1: Yes. And like, sometimes you forget that. You know, some experiences in life that are really difficult are almost universal. Like a lot of people experience anxiety. A lot of people experience fear, sadness, like loneliness, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, I'd say everyone experiences all of the above. Exactly. So like
1: if you feel like you're just like alone in this really crappy mood that Mm. you're in, um, you're very likely not like no one's perfect, yeah, you know, yeah, and I yeah. think it's hard because maybe you tend to compare to people like, you know, that person looks so put together. and I'm just like, I think my my housemate said that to me the other day. We're, we're right. quite a few years apart, but she's like, yeah, you just, you, you've, you're so switched on and you just feel mm. like you have your shit together. I'm like, dude, the, the other day I literally thought I was such a loser
0: and I genuinely
1: <laughs> felt that like no one's that put together like you know you just get better over time right if you work on it yeah but nah we're not perfect
0: oh no it was so interesting you say that i've totally felt like i've been a loser recently i mean on and off for years for sure (laughs) on and off for most of my life
1: (laughs) another fundamental human experience yeah yeah i mean
0: you know that feeling of inadequacy or just whatever it is and often stems from that comparison to other people Yeah, and it's like if you were only just focusing on you and cultivating you it doesn't even matter what's not happening even. out there yeah. and then when you come across people like that you know and that's why i guess i'm having a conversation with you because you certainly have a bit of that um it's like this person is living not at odds with the world but they're just they're just like figuring out who they are and continue to like Make that, you know, sprout that and make more of that, you know? Yes.
1: What, I mean? <laughs> what a confusing and strange journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's never, it's obviously never-ending what you can fucking yeah. pull out from within. Yeah. Right. The depths are truly epic.
1: Yes. Creativity is infinite. Yeah. Boundless. Kind yeah. of strange, you know?
0: Yeah, it really is. is it, like, where does that even come from?
1: Source energy.
0: I, I think you know once you once you start pondering a little too long about you know what are the source of thoughts and ideas and all this kind of stuff mm. you know it really makes you you know it's funny it's ironic that we're talking about the experience of working on ourselves and you know looking within but i think through that pursuit you do often come to the conclusion that there is something greater outside of you at the end of the day, probably. And then, uh, I mean, depending on your perspective around that, maybe that thing is also inside of you or within right. you or whatever. But there, there is, you know, the source. Yeah. Right. This,
1: well, the thing is, like, um, I've heard someone describe humans as the masters of limitation.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the, the bards of boundaries. Yeah, that's and incredible. I think that's
1: beautiful because for most people – oh. Okay, I'm getting into weird terrain.
0: <laughs> We're all in. We're balls deep. Don't worry about Look, it.
1: All right, I'm just gonna be really blunt here. I've been getting into this dude who's channeling an alien. Uh, claims to. I, I fully believe him because I really appreciate the perspective, and I think like the perspective is from obviously some entity with a higher consciousness. So the way that they describe reality is uh, it feels intuitive, but. When you hear it, it's also like really weird because it's like you—it hasn't been said in that way before, right? So they call the the humans the masters of limitation because, and it's in the most endearing way. Oh, these guys are getting chatty, That's
0: little all right. birdies. Let them get at
1: um, it. Yeah. So, like, they call us the masters of limitation in a really endearing way because they, for them, being present and living. um through that joy and compassion is just, it's just life. It's, it's your—it's the natural state and right. it's the natural state for us as well. But we have just grown up under conditions where we've kind of had to pigeonhole who we think we are and where we think we're supposed to go.
0: It's like a very forceful sculpting.
1: Exactly. And it's kind of, it's um, forced us into disconnecting from that fundamental joy and, intuitive understanding of the world like you know right now i think most people the way they plan out their future is they actually think about it they use their minds but the mind is like a a tool to just process reality Uh and when the mind kind of drops out a little bit you can actually feel your way through Reality. I feel like moment to moment, mm. there will be situations that resonate with you more. You're like, damn, this shit's exciting. I want to do this, or right. not really feeling that. And when you start to honor that voice, it gets louder and louder and louder because it starts to realize, oh, you're listening to me. Okay, mm. you're validating me, and it starts to come to the forefront. I feel, in my experience, oh my god, all right. subjective. And I it, really and kind
0: of like uh, kind of overtakes a bit of reason and logic. It's just yeah, it is intuitive. It is feeling. But there has to be a, a level of openness to that in the first place.
1: Yes, but the the step that you need to take in order for that voice to come through is quite large. You, it's like mm. it, it's almost like this fragile thing that needs to
0: trust you. Right, you got to commit to it. You or back have to it.
1: commit on some level to like reach down and like hold its hand and pull it up.
0: Pull it the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great visual analogy for what is and like maybe that that thing inside, you know, you could, you could say it's potential, you could say it's destiny, you could say it's whatever it is, but who knows,
1: some kind of magic,
0: some kind of magic, (laughs) for sure. Um, Well, that also really segues, I think it almost segues and ticks off the third part of like, ways to make yourself lighter within you. Mm. So we did mind first then we did body and the last one was soul and i think we kind of just like yeah really got into it (laughs) um i think just any way you can any way you can access that feeling or energy is going to help your soul you know kind of feel lighter because it's it's actually been given space to kind of shine through right
1: Mm. you know i sometimes wonder like um how many people actually feel okay throughout their day and Mm. what percentage of their day they feel okay and how much sadness and rumination and bad regret feeling are they willing to experience throughout their day because i think when you don't realize that you're unhappy you allow a lot of like negative emotions and experiences to just linger and you don't realize you can in this moment be present and be content and actually in fact feel positive emotions towards experiences happening in your life um so you know it's often good to like stop and check in with yourself and be like am I feeling okay? Like, am I actually mm. okay? Am I like emotionally like blunting myself? Am I suppressing things and just pretending I'm okay when I'm actually not? Like if you even feel remotely that way, I think it's good to like do a little bit of self-reflection and see how you're really feeling.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a uh, really sage advice. Um, yeah. You really got to like take stock of yourself. If you, you got to like sit down and kind of like, I mean, not maybe not break it down, but just identify what is happening. Yeah, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, feelings, moods, and emotions, mm. and, you know, your mood and an emotion. Like, there's so much of that that it's embodied. Yeah, and if if you're not kind of like doing anything yourself to try and keep that regulated or understood, mm. then then not only is most of the external out of your control, but then you've kind of got these feral things running around inside of you that are yes. a little bit out of control as well.
1: And they they uh, snowball really yeah. quick. So, you know, I'm in a position where, yes, I have like some kind of financial hardship, but I actually feel very like happy with how I spend my day and stuff like that Mm. and I still even notice that sometimes like day to day I can let one little emotional experience kind of snowball so I live with relative freedom compared Mm. to most people but I still have those experiences so it's not really about maybe it's not necessarily about creating a life where you have more freedom maybe it's just about like how you focus your attention on your inner World,
0: right? It's your relationship with the with yourself, and then the world, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess the world kind of aligns itself based on your relationship with yourself. Is what I believe.
0: Yeah, interesting. It is
1: my perspective.
0: Well, it certainly um, sh- it like shifts in orbit around you in a way. Cause, yeah. Because once, yeah, I mean, for me, so many times, like I've been in a place of, uh, you know, resistance and isolation, and then I, I, I get out, and even the the smallest steps out of that. Like, f- falls into something that is, you know, maybe not necessarily an opportunity, but it's just something which is like a little bit of a nod. Yeah. To like, you, you know, you're on it, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: And, and, um, yeah, so it definitely s- snowballs both ways, but mm. it is nice when, I think it feels so much more better, you know, the first couple steps out of that place of whatever it is that you're not certainly you're not necessarily happy about. Yeah. But as soon as you take a couple steps out. Yeah. It's, you know, things seem to change pretty quickly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like I think the most uncomfortable is to try and step out, but you're right. Once you do step out and you do make that effort mm. and that leap, you get this like validation from the world world around you, just yeah. like yes, your vibe is changing, and because your vibe's changing, you're having experiences that you wouldn't regularly have, and these experiences right. are giving you something, like they're feeding you.
0: Yeah, and there's no, <clears throat> and there's probably no point looking f- at it further past that because to try and assign any like um, intent behind the. The universal kind of thing or it means nothing it's yeah, all about you yeah really. exactly it's it's better to be comfortable with reading the signs or just seeing the signs and i guess ignoring and not looking at all yeah yeah
1: well because if you're ignoring and not looking at all what are you following what are you doing like oh, where just, are you going yeah
0: you're endlessly lost yeah so yeah i mean i think probably like a, a good way to to kind of pull all the ideas of becoming lighter um you know, within living lighter is trying to find that kind of that direction up or forward, yeah. Yeah. you know, but it certainly takes like sitting with yourself, spending time with yourself, mm. identifying, and, you know, in your mind, your body, your soul, what's happening. Mm-hmm. And at least, because at the very least, you just have to accept whatever's happening. That's, that's, yes. that's, the, that's the very first thing before yes. you can do anything else, before you mm. decide to, tackle or not tackle or negotiate with anything yeah just has to be like okay here it is yeah it's the super now Mm -hmm. it's super rough yes it's it's shit and it could be rock bottom it could not be rock but you know it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter but yeah
1: the only way you can really start to heal is by becoming okay with where you are and knowing that where you want to be is going to be better than where you are now totally so just like yeah. Radical okayness, radical acceptance. Mm. I know all these words maybe have been hijacked and kind of sound gross to some people, but like sure. disregarding the semantics, the, yeah. the energy behind what we're saying is just like, you know, you have no choice, but to be where you are. So you right. also have no choice, but to be okay with where you are, because right. that will bring you the most peace.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: To just to to be where you are and then to reject where you are is only going to cause you pain emotionally.
0: Yes, yeah, because it's a it's a further descent because there's almost Mm. like like uh like it never bottoms out. Like there's no end to it. (laughs) Yes, there's just no end to it, which is totally and and you know it can end in like literal insanity. I mean, yes, everyone's only one or two steps away from growing. Crazy, right? Like oh my losing gosh, it, yeah. you know. Whatever uh, it is, and I guess that it is what you think to be you is. Yeah, you know.
1: I this is super random, but I yeah. was watching this guy. Um, his name's Chris, I think, and he hosts a channel on YouTube called SBSK, which is Special Books for Special Kids. Oh, cool! Uh, and he goes around he like interviews people with like mental disabilities physical like severely burnt people like you know all sorts of people and one time he was um interviewing someone who had schizophrenia and i remember watching this video and actually feeling quite disturbed about how this person's experience of schizophrenia and how it actually onset for them is not too far away from really intense, emotional, panicked, anxious experiences that I've had. It was really like quite confronting. So you're right. There is, like, there's this endless, bottomless pit that you can just keep falling into. And um, you know, I'm not implying anyone's going to be schizophrenic, but right. it's not so far outside of our realities to experience difficult mental. Conditions um, or whatever. Conditions, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I mean that, I mean that. That's the stakes, right? The stakes is kind of your sanity. So you're probably you're probably better off getting in touch with who you are, where you're at. Yeah. And seeing how far away from that you can get. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I, I feel the further away from that you are, actually, the more capacity you have to potentially help people who are in in that situation Mm. because if you're too close to there I I feel like you could almost you know
1: you could knock yourself right into that situation you have to be quite grounded if you are to like assist somebody else in picking themselves up like yes you have to be on the other side of that threshold
0: right right and and not just like I guess not just mental illness but yeah be cautious of trying to help other people when you are, you know, when, when you're not helping yourself. Yes. You know, because yeah. that would be, because if you're already burdened with you mm. and then you're trying to like burden yourself with somebody else in a sense, then right, there's just no room.
1: And generally somebody who is trying to help someone else is, is in a, inadvertently what they're trying to do is show themselves what they need for themselves
0: i've been doing it for years
1: (laughs) (laughs) well we can't help it you know there is a drive in all humans i think for acting of service
0: sure but like i say it truly being like there was a perspective of like awareness around it right yeah right like not quite unconscious but Mm. you know it's uh because if you're doing it to fill any kind of lack in your life, which, you know, arguably, let's say, let's let's be generous and say that, like, 65% of the time I was doing it for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's still like, yeah. it's I could have just been putting that just into me. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I guess that's how, that, that's how I'm thinking about and it. And,
1: like, you know, it's actually not selfish of you to focus that energy that you're giving to someone else that you actually aren't in a space to give someone else it's not selfish to refocus that energy on yourself because ultimately when you get to the place where you want to be in your life you can then that's the time for you to actually share and give back right because you're so grounded you can can
0: almost like leverage people out yes. or, or give the, or at least give them a little bit of relief or yes. like whatever it is you know and
1: you can respect your own boundaries in the process because yes. you'll have days maybe where you understand that you don't feel like helping and you will honour that right so you, you'll know how to read yourself better and actually know what you're capable of
0: yeah because I, I think to truly to be able to set boundaries with other people I think it's not as important or not the first step it's first like you have to set the boundaries within yourself yes you know and 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 as you kind of said, well, as um, your alien channeling friend oh said <laughs> earlier, your guy, you know, we should become the master of our own limitations. Yes, you know, because yeah. we could really wear that as a badge of honor if we truly utilize that towards fully, fully totally. potential. Yeah, right? because yes, there's limitations. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. Yeah, you know, aside from the from the flesh vehicle, there's just everything is a boundary, yeah. right? Everything is a limitation. Mm. So, yeah, exploring that territory and being the master of that, like being the master of what you can do within an arm's reach Mm -hmm. is insane. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And beyond. I mean, so it's interesting, right? Because, like, I would argue against there being limitation. I
0: know what you mean. Yeah. But I'm saying devil's advocate, if you were. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, Well, so essentially, you know, what the idea is behind what my alien dude is saying Um, that I fully believe and am now using as my own perspective please um, is that like um, that you know obviously there are collective agreements that happen we all have to operate within gravity we're not gonna just like randomly grow wings like it's just there are certain beliefs that we all collectively agree make sense for us to um, explore this life and physical reality
0: especially medically as well exactly yeah
1: Uh, But in terms of um, your dreams and your aspirations, there's no upper limit. Um, as long as they are still within the parameters of how three-dimensional reality work, and then how our physics work, and how our sciences work, and how our math work, whatever. Like if you have something that's calling to you that brings you so much joy, you don't need to know where it's going. Maybe you like to make cookies right. shaped like flowers, and that's yeah. that's all you know about your dream. Yeah, like that's it. Just keep following that joy as much as it feels like a risk, because it doesn't. You don't know where it's going. You right. don't know what it means. Maybe that leads you to something else or maybe your flower cookies pop off and you yeah, go international. I
0: mean, yeah, totally. <laughs> I could see the, the cookie idea depending on, you know, the kind of the, the style and how cool they look and how good they taste. You could maybe take they're all like
1: Australian, like, like gum nut, like they're, they're Australian flowers. <laughs> true, true,
0: true. Might be cute. I don't A know. A couple blossoms and yeah. stuff in there. Nice. Um, okay, well, uh, before we had this podcast and when I called you up to see if you wanted to... Uh, jump on the pod Mm -hmm. um which i appreciate you coming down for thank you or me coming down here for yeah
1: you're at my house
0: (laughs) either way um we we had a chat and i think we were just talking we got into the conversation of or the topic of lists yes and um that kind of like is what connected my ideas over the past week and then coming up with this theme of living lighter Mm. and you had a take on the list, which um, blew my mind a little bit. <laughs> so, if if you can remember it, Amutha, can you please tell the the good fine people about your approach to to lists?
1: Okay, so I was, you know, having a kind of intense day and feeling really uncertain about the future, as you do in the creative industry or you know whatever industry you're in. And I was on my way to this like um, event called Playback. Happens at the gas. So A bunch of producers get together. We listen to each other's beats. We give each other feedback. It's really beautiful and wholesome. So I just park up and I've just finished listening to this, you know, lecture that this lady's giving. And one thing she says is, okay, so create a list. And on one side of the list, write down things that you need to do. Like things you need to organize. And then on the other side write things that the universe needs to organize Mm. and you know i'm writing this out and i'll finish this story this is completely irrelevant but i might as well um so i'm writing on this list all these things i need to do i want to start working on this beat i need to do that and on the other side what i need the universe to organize was bring somebody to me that can help these dreams happen and right as i say that i look up this car's been parked in front of me for like 10 minutes, He's and someone, as I look up, gets out of the car, walks into the venue. Didn't really think much of it, but I felt some significance in that. I felt some connection to this human. And when I walked in, the only spare seat was next to this person. So I went and sat down, and we immediately connected, started talking. I felt like I had known him for years, lifetimes even. The sweetest guy you'll ever meet, Dave Machine. And we've just started a project together, and it's absolutely incredible. I'm so excited. So, you know, sometimes letting go will bring what you need to you.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, the cool thing about a list is um, it gives you gives you like control and direction. Yes, you know, it helps you see. There, helps you see clear. Right, Um, and also, it's like it's not in your head; it's on the paper, so it's in a different place now. Right, but I, I think the you know the aspect of saying things that you can organize right and then saying things that the universe can organize because then you're setting up like some attention or awareness around what could happen in the world that would help facilitate and you know support my endeavor yeah and um look you know your experience was like very on the nose and very like (laughs) whoa the universe is just like mooning you with its big (laughs) asshole or whatever um, it was almost just like the jester coming out in form just being like hey you want you want good luck kid <laughs> um, but I think it does uh, it does kind of like makes me really think about you know the things that you do have control over and the things you don't have control over and there's so much that often burdens us that really we can't do too much about
1: yes and
0: everything that we can do about do something about is generally all inside of us mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And writing that down, getting that physically written in front of you. Right. And then writing down what you know you can't control, but what kind of would be convenient to happen in the world around you. Yes. Just making that distinction takes so much pressure off needing to make this really almost impossible thing happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because to try and coordinate you meeting this person or to try and like to actively seek that out. Yes, You're kind exactly. of just scaring it off from happening. Yes, exactly.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> well, that's been awesome. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, I'm really glad that we came across the the idea of, of, of living lighter and especially like that final example of, you know, because I've been resistant to lists and kind of ignored lists on and off forever, you know. I'm just the kind of person that's all about, it's a chance card every single time playing mm-hmm. monopoly you know Yeah, it's just like ah oh, it'll fuck it'll yeah. sort itself out you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be and like you know there's elements of that there's a part mm-hmm. of that which is good but yeah. um to really be able to have some more agency and set up intention with how you want to engage with the world right you know yeah otherwise you just think it's kind of looking at you rudely
1: yeah yeah, for sure. When it's actually just reflecting you, it's showing you yeah. who you are.
0: Yeah, powerful. Well, Amrutha, thank you for getting us so grounded today.
1: Thank you, Dilly.
0: Um Is there anything you want to plug or let the people know that you're working about, working on now, or places for people to go?
1: Mm. Um, maybe none of the above. I don't know. I just.
0: Uh, <laughs> or you can just have a, a final sentiment or, th- or thought, um, a gesture or offering.
1: Mm sometimes it's quite difficult to navigate through reality um and in those moments where you're feeling that it's really okay it's really okay like regardless of you know your circumstances maybe you're going through a rough time or maybe it's a great time but you're still feeling unsettled or uncomfortable just Like, you know, put your hand over your heart, close your eyes, take a breath in and be like, you know, it's actually okay. It's all okay. Everything that I'm feeling is okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much.
1: You.